Hey guys, so this week we are going to do something a little bit different. Actually, it's going to be several episodes. Um, it's going to be a series of Shannon, who is a client of mine. She has decided to allow me to share her healing journey. So we've been working together for the last few weeks, um, working on her gut health and her anxiety levels and just trying to come up with a plan and a way of eating and a lifestyle as well as supplements that works for her because she's a busy mom and she has her own business. So we're doing this in a way that small sustainable changes that's going to build a new lifestyle that she can sustain and keep going forward. So yeah, I really just wanted to share her journey with you guys because I want you to see exactly what we do and what I do with clients in order to help them um, change. And it doesn't have to be a, a big, scary process. I know a lot of you probably get overwhelmed and think, oh God, when I go to a nutritionist, they're going to make me like never eat sugar again, or I have to buy all these fancy foods and I don't know how to cook all these elaborate meals and I don't have time for that. Like most people don't. I totally get it. So I just wanted to share her journey so that you can realize that these small changes can make a big difference um, ultimately. And I work with people by um, looking at their lifestyle and you know what their barriers are and we address those barriers and I build a protocol specifically for them. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. And the reason I do that is so that it is more sustainable for them and they're more likely to stick with it. I really just want to set you up for success. So without rambling on, um, this is part one of the series, so part two will be coming in a few weeks. So let's dive in and see how Shannon has been feeling. You're listening to the Fix Your Gut podcast, a podcast that empowers you to understand why you have gut issues and what to do about it. After over 20 years of suffering with IBS, migraines, and chronic fatigue, I decided to take matters into my own hands and I became a nutritionist so I could not only heal myself, but heal others that were struggling like me. Odds are you're here because you're stuck. Your doctor couldn't help and you've already tried cutting out foods and probiotics. So now what? You don't have to suffer anymore. You can heal your gut. We're going to go beyond diet and supplements to empower you with the knowledge you need to achieve deep, lasting healing and finally enjoy food again and get your life back. I break down the science of the... I break down the latest in gut microbiome research into easy to digest episodes with actionable strategies for healing. Let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. We're doing something a bit different this week. Um, I have Shannon joining me. Welcome. Hello. So Shannon is a client of mine and she has graciously decided to kind of share her healing journey with us. And um, yeah, we just started her treatment recently. So we're going to do a series of mini interviews on how things are going and... You can kind of follow along her healing journey. So to start us off, do you want to tell us a bit about um, health issues you struggled with in the past and what you've tried and what's helped, what hasn't helped? 
Yeah, so I have struggled with um, acid reflux since I was a teenager, and I've been on medication for that since I was a teenager. And um, that one has just kind of been slowly, as I've gotten older, cutting food out to manage it and increasing my medication. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I managed that. It was getting worse, been getting progressively worse. And then I'm having some bowel issues mm -hmm. with um, bowel movements and I saw a gastroologist and um, he kind of just gave me this handout and booked me in for a colonoscopy and when I looked at his recommendations um, it was a little overwhelming because I'm a busy mom. Yeah. And what was he recommending? Um, so he was recommending the FOD, FODMAP mm -hmm. um, diet. Um, and it was just this sheet with good foods and bad foods and some of the good foods and bad foods with my acid reflux. It, it just didn't, I didn't know how to make it work. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't do anything about that. Yeah. I think until um, we met and I got your protocol and we didn't talk about the FODMAP before. Yeah. I just never saw that. Saw I. That's not right grammar. <laughs> I never um, could see it fitting into my life. Like, how could I make that work? And yeah. now I can see, um, it's becoming easy to see how to do that. Yeah. Just need, and I think the more that you get used to, like, eating certain recipes and things, you'll get to, like, gradually see, like, which foods do bother you, which foods don't. And you just kind of learn from there rather than, I mean, some people do well with, you know, looking at a list if they post it on their fridge and they can just look at it, but it's it's kind of overwhelming when you get that all at once and it's like, okay, you can't eat these things. <laughs> the other aspect is I think some practitioners with diets like that are too strict where it's like you have to completely cut out all these foods and only eat the, the okay foods, like the yes mm -hmm. foods. But a lot of people with FODMAP, like they'll be okay with some high FODMAP foods and not okay with other foods. So it's really individual. Like for instance, I can't eat most high FODMAP food, fruits because I'll get diarrhea. But if I have asparagus, which is also high FODMAP, I'm fine. So it's really just a lot of tuning into your body and seeing what works for you. So my diet has just been a process of elimination and taking medicine and more medicine and that's about it. Okay. So surviving. Yeah. And Look, I get it. I've been there myself. You leave the doctor's office and you end up crying because they just don't get it and they can't help you. They did all the tests. They even referred you to a specialist and all they told you was that you had IBS. Great. So now what are you supposed to do? Avoid your favorite foods for the rest of your life? It just feels like no one can help and it's so overwhelming. Maybe they even told you to try a low FODMAP diet, but you Googled it and it seems so complicated and restrictive. You're not alone, and you can heal your gut. It just takes a different approach. If you want to learn more about how to kickstart your gut healing journey, join me inside the Fix Your Gut for Good membership. Inside the membership, you get empowered with the knowledge you need to actually heal the root causes of your gut issues. And we dive into whole body, whole person healing. The reason that you get stuck when you may have tried supplements or other diets before is that you're only focusing in on one aspect of healing, when really there's so many other components that need to be addressed. It sounds complicated and lengthy, and it can be, but not if you have the guidance from a professional, as well as the support of a community of friends that actually get it and are there for you 24-7. If this sounds like something that you need in your life, 
go to the link in the bio and check out the Fix Your Gut for Good landing page. And if you want more information, I'm always here to answer any questions you have. And um, also struggled with um, sleep and anxiety as okay. well. That one I have tried, um, you know, self-care mm -hmm. and um, meditation and yoga and these types of things mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, that's interesting that, I mean, as a nutritionist, I often prescribe low FODMAP diet to some people too, but um, obviously we give them much more guidance because you can't just, like, that's such a complicated diet. You can't just be like, here, especially as a busy mom, like, go do this. And you're like, well, I already have all these foods I have to avoid for my acid reflux, and now I have to do this. It's like, how can I logistically make this work? It's hard, and yeah. it's overwhelming, especially, like, with my situation with my daughter. It's, everything is overwhelming, and I'm just this frazzled brain mm -hmm. right now. For so sure. Yeah, that sounds difficult. Um yeah, so I guess what they really should be doing and what I do with my clients is like either they should re refer to a dietitian or a nutritionist to actually like have the person put the FODMAP diet like into like a meal plan or recipes that the person can follow, which is what I usually do. Um, for those of you who don't know what FODMAP is, it's there are types of fermentable carbs that are in certain foods that um, if you have a bacterial imbalance usually it's like the bacteria love to ferment these types of carbs and then it causes all that lovely gas and bloating and fun times. Um, so what I do as a nutritionist and what Shannon and I are currently working on is trying to um, improve her digestion by supplementing with enzymes to help her break food down since you're on the, is it Tecta that you're on? Yep. Um, which is a strong antacid, um, so she has no stomach acid. So we're trying to supplement with enzymes at each meal to help digest things. And you said that you had noticed some undigested uh, food in your stools sometimes, yeah. right? So that means you're not absorbing, even if you're eating all these lovely healthy foods, you're not absorbing the nutrients from them, and that will affect your your energy and everything as well, right? So that's our goal for that. And then the also the underlying factor that we're trying to get to and likely part of the problem with um, the anxiety is a bacterial imbalance in the gut. So I've got Shannon on oil of oregano, which is <laughs> nasty, um, especially we're doing the liquid, um, mainly because um, it comes in contact with the esophagus and the stomach to kill off any bacteria that's been growing there because you've been on the antacids. Um, and we're doing it to kill off the bad bacteria so that eventually um, you don't react to as many foods because you have the right balance of bacteria in there. So we're going to do one month killing stuff off and kind of healing the gut. And then after that, we're going to look at adding some probiotics in. And there's actually a specific probiotic strain that I know of that helps with anxiety. So I'm really interested to see, yeah, how that works for you. Um, yeah, so the... Um, we talked about the gut-brain connection, so when your gut is out of whack, um, you don't have the right healthy bacteria to produce um, the neurotransmitters that get sent to your brain to affect your mental health, right? So you, um, a lot of that is serotonin and dopamine, so that's the healthy bacteria make that, and if you don't have enough of them, then they're not making it and transporting it to the brain. Um, so ultimately the goal is to kill off the bad guys, put the good guys in so that they can actually start making those happy hormones and send them to your brain so that things get balanced out. Yeah.
and there's it's quite interesting there's a lot of new research coming out on um probiotics and for different purposes are actually finding them like through science and research that can do specific things whether it's for anxiety there's one we have at the clinic now that's been proven for weight loss it's really neat yeah so cool. i'm excited to see what the uh the future holds for probiotic research so tell us a bit about um how being a mom makes it hard to um balance like make your health a priority and work on getting um, healthy well myself i end up putting myself at the very bottom mm. so i i'm a i'm a giver and a server by nature and then when you have a, a spouse and a child and you want to give and serve, you forget to give and serve yourself. Yeah, for and, sure. And um, in my case, my daughter has some issues. So I'm sleep deprived and kind of always in that hyper vigilant mode waiting mm -hmm. for, you can hear her in the background. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm frazzled. And by the time I'm done being a mom and being a, you know, taking care of the house and a wife, I have nothing left for myself. And that yeah. makes it really hard. I've just been in survival mode for, sure. for five years. So cooking elaborate fancy meals is not at the top of your no, priority list. No, it's not. Yeah. I do. I manage to get um, good dinners, but the rest of the day for myself, it's just if I have time to grab something. Mm -hmm. Not right now because we've changed things. But yeah. um, I wasn't taking care of myself properly. Yeah, and... Have you noticed? Um, yeah. And today, actually, I came in handy today. I was going to go back in my old habit. I had a lot to do, and I was like, I just don't have time to eat. I'll wait till dinner. Um, but I pulled out some fruit and nuts and some crackers. And <laughs> that's my little person. She's having um, a phone combo. And I left them out and just kind of picked while yeah. I could and was able to keep myself from getting hangry because I do get hangry. So. Yes, I said, and I remember you showed me and I was like, that's good that you're having something because if you let yourself get too hungry, then that get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm just going to eat whatever I can find in that moment and it ends up usually not being super <laughs> healthy. So, and it also, at that point, your blood sugar is crashing. So your energy is going to be low and your patience will be lower and all that stuff. So... Yeah, got to keep that blood sugar steady. Um, so yeah, I guess our, our goal is to kind of just add in these gradual changes so that you're like kind of building this sustainable lifestyle up. Something that works for your current lifestyle as well as like your budget and your whole everything. I, um, yeah, and then I think you've said you've noticed already that you're having better bowel movements and stuff yeah my bowel movements um which you don't ever think you're going to talk about <laughs> um I'm I would suffer constipation yeah. so I'm not um having to take as long to go to the bathroom which is fantastic that's amazing yeah I think you'll notice especially as we continue with the oil of oregano and uh killing stuff off that it gets better and better so I'm excited to see how you're doing um yeah, besides um, being a busy mom, what do you, what have you noticed in the past or what do you see 
going forward as being like barriers for you to reaching your ultimate goal. Why don't you start by telling us what your ultimate health goal is? Um, well, my ultimate health goal would be able not to worry about, oh, is, I can't eat this because of this, or, right. the, you know, there's this huge list of foods I can't eat right now. Um, so just being able to go out and not worry about that is fantastic. About getting a heartburn or something? Yeah, because yeah. it, it's with me all day and all night then. Um, and I think, um, just having the energy and I'm sure my frazzled brain is frazzled as well because of <laughs> gut and nutrition. So having the energy to do things and make it through the day and not get as, um, frazzled or be as absent-minded. Yeah, for sure. Clear some of that brain fog. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think the biggest goal really is, um, so with my little person, um, and her issues, Sometimes I can have the best plans laid out for the day mm -hmm. for food or activities or self-care for myself. And it can just go out the window like that. Yeah. So being able to um, be consistent and be able to continue to eat properly and do things for myself when she's struggling. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of doctors and other practitioners just give like a one-size-fits-all approach to people. And like everyone has different circumstances, different diets, different needs, right? So that's why I'm all about trying to customize it to what works for you because then you're more likely to stick with it and get better results, right? Yeah. And I've been, I got your protocol and I've just been adding a little bit each day and picking yeah. up a grocery a little bit each day instead of going out and doing this huge thing and then looking at it all. And Yeah, because then it's overwhelming, right? Yeah. Yeah then you're like less likely to do anything. Um, yeah, and I think it's, I mean, I feel like it's been helpful for you. I don't even let us know what you think in terms of, I always encourage clients to kind of check in and, you know, send me pictures of what they're eating and let me know how they're feeling so we can kind of adjust their treatment as necessary. And how do you feel that's helped you? Um, it, I think it keeps me more accountable for yeah. sure. Um, this morning um, for breakfast, it was just a grilled cheese, but I was like, oh, I need maybe a little more protein and yeah. some fruit and was able to kind of, instead of just grabbing and going, I'm thinking about it because I know that you're going to look at it. <laughs> and if you, you know that you're, it'll make a difference in the way you feel too. Absolutely. Have you noticed a little more energy or anything since? Um... I, it, you know what, I've been really busy and I haven't been crashing hard, so That's I probably good. have a little more energy yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I'm not the hangry mom because I'm eating regularly. There you so. go. Yes. Patience is always good when you're dealing with <laughs> little ones. Um, I can't remember what you had said in terms of, did you drink a lot of caffeine or have you ever been one to really um, need a lot of coffee to get moving or... I, I, it's more the ceremony of it for me. Like yeah. I don't want to start my day without my cup of coffee, but it's more just the, the aroma and the sitting and the heat. Yeah. So, um, I'm only about two cups of coffee a day. Okay. So I'm okay yeah. that way. Yeah. Cause some people I've, I've, um, worked with, they struggle with really low energy. And so that's usually their go-to is to, well, I'm fine with them drinking lots of coffee other than the kind of side effects that I want people to get anxiety and stuff like that. But some people end up reaching for, you know, an energy drink or something, and then we're into a lot of sugar there. So it's always best if we can do, boost the energy naturally. I think a lot of people, like, all we know is all we're taught is, oh, just have caffeine or something sugary gives you a buzz, right? But we don't necessarily learn. We learn about the food guide in school, but we don't necessarily learn that 
foods give you energy. Yeah, so you said you've been enjoying that, uh, I think it was the berry baked oatmeal recipe that yeah, I gave you. Yeah, I made the baked oatmeal um, and I could have eaten the whole pan. And <laughs> <laughs> I like soft sweet carbs and I think it might be the replacement. Ah. Uh, um, but at least there's fiber and protein in it, oh, so that's good. It's like creamy and crunchy and fabulous. Nice. Um, and I have some recipes um, from you that I'm looking forward to making too as uh, the days go yeah. by. I um, was going to say like usually what I do, depending on the person, like some people actually want like a day-by-day -day meal plan kind of thing. Um, but with you, we decided to do more of just like the recipes and Honestly, that makes my life easier, but um, I, I think it's almost better and like I don't want people like feeling like they have to stick to a structured meal plan and that like if they stray from it, then they're a failure because that's like the worst possible thing you can think when you're trying to change your eating patterns because we're only human and like we were talking about um, treats before and being like I'd rather someone have a treat like once or twice a week than completely deny themselves because we've all been there on like a restrictive diet at some point and like you say you last a week or two being you know clean eating not a single piece of sugar or anything and then you end up binging because you're like forget this <laughs> like I just want my chocolate cake or whatever it is so psychologically it's not the the healthiest thing to do and I'd rather people have small indulgences Poppy say hi Poppy, do you want to say <laughs> very good good job yeah, so I, I like that we're doing more of the, here's some healthy recipes and you can choose what you want to make. And that way too, like you said, your life is busy or mom, like you, you know, some recipes take less time than others. So you make what works with your schedule or if you want to make one thing and eat that for a few days rather than make three different meals, then you do it, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd rather have someone, this is why I always like to get the background info on like, what is your lifestyle like? What is your schedule like? Like what works best for you and your family so we can actually make it sustainable? And um, yeah. I just thought too, um, even just knowing how to change how I'm cooking and the recipes. So like I do yeah. a lot of muffins for my daughter and I was like, well, if I can't have flour, how am I going to make muffins for us? Yeah. And, you know, you gave me those recipes with the alternatives and it just... Yeah. It was like the almond flour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that helps so that you can still have the type of food that you're used to, but in a different, healthier way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, did you want to mention about your um, esthetician services that you offer? Yeah, I um, run Magic Escapes, and it is a mobile spa service. So I do spa services and spa parties. I bring everything to you and leave nothing behind except um, whatever services you choose to have done, maybe some polished nails or relaxed um, body. I offer uh, manicures, pedicures, um, facials, and relaxational massage right nice. now. And I have uh, 17 years in the spa industry oh, wow. behind me, and I um, specialized in skincare and education during most Amazing. of that time. That's why your skin is so lovely and glowing. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be even more glowing once yeah. all this uh, toxins get yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a Instagram or a Facebook where um, we can on, find you? Yeah, on Facebook, it's um, a page, Magic Escapes, and it's magic uh, with the K instead of with the C. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing your journey with us, and we'll be checking in probably in a couple weeks to see how you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. 
That's it for me. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I hope you found it helpful and make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any new episodes. If you really love the show, be sure to share the episode on social or leave a rating and review in your podcast app. If you're a longtime listener, you know what's up. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Fix Your Gut podcast with more science-based, digestible strategies for root cause gut healing so you can get your life back and enjoy food again. Chat soon.